Welcome to A Cowgirl and Her Horse, a weekly podcast aimed at helping you become strong in the saddle. What does it mean to be strong in the saddle? It means showing up for your horse, both physically and mentally, as the strongest and best version of you. It means feeling confident, both in and out of the arena. It means feeling secure in your ability to ride and move with your horse in the most optimal way possible. If you're looking to maximize your experience with your horse, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Katrina, and now let's get into this week's episode. Being confident on your horse and even just around your horse is really important. And when I say confident, I'm not talking about being arrogant. I don't mean riding around on your horse knowing that you've got the most expensive and well-trained horse in the arena. That's just being cocky and arrogant. You don't want to be that. You want to be confident. That refers to the belief in yourself and your skills and your abilities. Having that belief as a rider is huge. For one thing, confidence gives you the drive to get out to the barn, saddle up your horse, and work on things. You're not shy about getting out there, even if you're not 100% sure how things are going to turn out. You just get out there and you get to work. Being confident also helps you stand up to fear. When someone isn't confident and doesn't believe in their abilities, they can be paralyzed by fear and doubt. They fear they will fail. They fear what other people will think about them and their horse. If you really want to succeed with your horse, you need to be confident to face those fears and run at them, and even embrace them. Henry Ford is credited with saying, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And that really boils down to confidence. Confidence means thinking you can do something. Not being confident means that you think you can't. I can't make an awesome run at a horse show. Uh, I can't ever nail our flying lead change away from home. How does that feel in contrast to, I can make the best run, I know that we can at that horse show, or I know I can do flying lead changes. The emotion and feelings behind those statements are drastically different. I also think that confidence allows you as a rider to really stretch yourself and set the bar high enough to really see some progress. If you aren't confident in yourself, you likely won't try to stretch yourself because you're always doubting your abilities. How far do you think you will get if you never stretch yourself out of your comfort zone? I'm guessing not very far. I'm guessing that you will 
place right at the same level at the same horse show year after year without making any progress at all. Confident people also have the courage to ask questions and get help when they need it. I think that's huge. Confident riders don't just sit back silently when they are having issues with their riding or with their horse. Instead of sitting there hoping that the problem will resolve itself, they go out there and get the help. They get the answers. This saves a huge amount of time and allows them to continue progressing and becoming better riders. So, as you can see, there are all sorts of reasons why you would want to be confident as a rider. It helps you to become a better rider. It helps you to take on challenges that you could, you know, with your new skills and opportunities. And I think being confident also just in general makes you a better competitor. The scared person in the corner is never going to be the, the person that ends up winning the gold belt buckle. That's just the simple truth. I've had to learn that the hard way, you know, that despite training every single day, if you don't believe you are good enough or that you have the skills and abilities to achieve your goals, you will never get anywhere. You won't see the success you hope to see. Instead of waiting to be confident, you need to just take the plunge and I don't want to say fake it till you make it, but almost, you know, become the confident rider you need to be and you will be amazed at the results that come out of it. But how do you do that? How do you create confidence? Well, that's what I'm going to discuss today. I'm going to go through five ways to help you boost your confidence. And the first one is your physical state. So I want to do a little experiment with you. I want you to show me how you would look if you were depressed or sad. I know I can't see you right now, but I want you to do this anyways. Stand or sit the way you would if you were depressed right now. Okay, how did your body and your physical state change? I'm guessing that your shoulders are slumped forward. Your head is probably hanging low. You might be looking at the ground. Now, how would you talk if you were depressed? You would probably talk kind of slow, maybe kind of quiet, not much energy, might sound kind of melancholy like I am. And I call this kind of the Charlie Brown look. You know how Charlie Brown would walk around, head down low and stuff like that. Exactly what like I just described. And you know what the interesting thing is? Research has actually shown that if you put yourself in a position like this, you will actually cause yourself to start feeling sad and depressed. So before you start feeling down, I want you to get up now, shake yourself out of it. Come on, I'm serious. <laughs> shake out your arms, 
Maybe give out a little hoot and holler. All right. Now, what's even cooler about this is that we can move things in the other direction. How would you look if you felt super confident? Like you could take on the entire world. You could ride any horse that someone gave to you. How would you walk and talk and move if you knew that you could ride any horse with no problem? How would you feel if you could ride the pants off of any horse? You would probably pull your shoulders back. Your head would be held up high. You would probably puff your chest out a little bit. You'd walk like you were on a mission, you know, like you're strutting your stuff across the barn. You would talk with authority. Your voice would be loud and full of energy. So I said research has shown that if you put your body in the position of someone who is depressed, that you may actually start to feel that way. But the same is also true if you put your body in a position of confidence. If you walk around as if you were super confident and feeling like Superman, you can actually get yourself to start to feel that way, even if you don't feel like that initially. Now, wouldn't that be an awesome tool to use if, for example, you are at a horse show and you need to amp up your confidence a bit? What if instead of walking around by your trailer before your show huddled up in a ball of nerves, you walked around with a strut in your step talking to your horse about how the two of you are going to go out there and do the best that you can do? What if you pull your shoulders back and you put on a big grin just before you walk into the arena? I bet you are going to feel if only even a little bit more confident than you otherwise would. It's a super, super cool technique. So that was the first way to cultivate confidence. The next way that you can cultivate confidence is to use your past to your advantage. Most of us can recall a time when we felt confident on our horses. Maybe you had a really great run on a horse and you walked out of the arena feeling like you were unstoppable. During the run, you felt like everything just fell into place and it almost felt effortless. You found that sweet spot that some of us call flow. The crowd just disappeared and it was just you and your horse working like you were one. Do you have a memory like that? If so, you can use that memory to your advantage. In times when you want to cultivate confidence, think about that moment. Really, really let it sink in. Relive the entire moment. How did you feel? What did you see? What could you hear? Really fill in all of those details in your imagination. If you can get that memory super clear in your mind, it should really start to make you feel that confidence again. The feeling of being in that flow state like you had in that memory will flow throughout your body and you'll start to have those feelings of confidence again, just like you did during that run. So before you go into the show, call upon that memory, but you need to practice this before you get to showtime. Practice it at home 
when it's not crunch time. So that by the time you do get to a show, you can call upon this memory and you can allow those feelings of confidence and self-assuredness to really sink into your present moment at the show. The third way that you can cultivate unwavering confidence for yourself and your riding relates to your goals. So let's say you set the goal of winning a championship in whatever your discipline is. That's a great goal, but it may make you feel a bit intimidated or unsure. Big lofty goals that force you to stretch and move outside of your comfort zone are great. And I think we all need those goals, but those can definitely have a negative impact on our confidence. The key to keeping our confidence up while also setting those lofty goals is to set smaller sub goals that will help you achieve the ultimate goal of say, winning the championship in your association. The reason that this works is that the smaller sub-goals seem a lot more achievable and manageable. If you see a list of smaller goals that seem somewhat within your reach, that's going to make you confident. You will look at that list and think, piece of cake, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that, no problem. The second reason this works is because once you start achieving those smaller sub goals, your confidence is going to get a boost. It's like checking off items from your to-do list. It feels so good and it makes you feel accomplished and competent. Once you get that ball rolling, you'll want more and more of it. It's all about doing little baby steps that will add up to you achieving that ultimate bigger goal. The fourth way to become the most confident rider you can be is to let go of any and all expectations. Yes, I know we all want to set goals and we all have things that we want to achieve with our horses, but the truth is that expectations can really have a negative impact on your self-confidence. When I was around maybe 15 years old, I remember I remember setting my goals for myself. Uh, these goals not only included short-term goals that I wanted to achieve within the year, but I also wrote down some things that I wanted to achieve farther out in five to 10 years. One of those longer-term goals was to compete at the National Finals Rodeo in barrel racing and to become a world champion. I think that most young barrel racers set that goal at one point or another. Going to the NFR really gets glamorized, but unfortunately, when most girls set that goal, they really don't understand what it means to get there. It means never being home. It means driving a lot. And making the NFR means missing big friend and family events like weddings and birthdays. It means being stuck on the road with a broken down truck, miles and miles from a repair shop. 
It means worrying about your horse when he comes down with colic. It means wondering how you're going to pay for your next entry fees or pay for the next tank of fuel for your truck. On some level, I understood some of this. You know, I had listened to enough of Chris Ledoux's music <laughs> to understand some of what it means to be on the rodeo trail. I set that goal to become a world champion barrel racer, and it just about drove me crazy. Looking back now, my timeline was completely unrealistic, considering where I was with my barrel racing at the time. That goal drove me crazy for many years. And as the years went by and I still wasn't any closer to that goal, I got more and more upset with myself. My self-confidence really started to take a hit. I felt pathetic <laughs> that I hadn't even filled my pro permit yet, let alone be in the top 15 in the world that would qualify for the NFR. I felt like a failure, all because of the extremely high expectations that I had set for myself. It almost got to the point where I didn't have any confidence in myself when it came to my barrel racing. Anyways, what I'm getting at is, yes, expectations can be a good thing if they drive you to take action and to achieve a goal. But you also need to be careful about your expectations. Are you being unreasonable with what you expect from yourself? Ask yourself how you feel when you think about one of your goals. Does it make you feel disappointed in yourself? Does it make you upset? If that's the case, then you may have set your expectations a bit too high. There is a saying, I don't know who to attribute it to, but it goes something like, we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in 10 years. Maybe just keep that in mind when you're setting goals and expectations for yourself. You don't want to sucker punch your confidence by setting yourself up for failure via exceedingly high expectations. All right, we've made it to number five. The fifth way to be the most confident rider you can be is to stop working from a place of fear. If we go back to my barrel racing example, I had become obsessed with wanting to try and become a professional barrel racer and a world champion. I worked hard at it every day and didn't do much else aside from that and school. I was obsessed and got caught up in the day-to-day -day that, looking back now, I really lost sight of why I started riding in the first place. I thought that I needed to get in every single ride, regardless of what was going on or how I felt, because if I didn't ride, then I wasn't going to become a professional barrel racer. I was terrified that I wasn't going to make that dream come true that I was never going to be good enough. Again, thinking like that drove me nuts, and my confidence in myself suffered because I was constantly reminding myself that unless I worked like an idiot, I was never going to be good enough, and I was never going to achieve my goals. It was exhausting, to say the least. So to become a confident rider, you need to come 
from a place of love for horses and love of riding. You need to come from a place of excitement and passion. Your confidence will naturally grow when you're coming from love and excitement as opposed to a place of fear and dread. And with that, that is this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to get something out of my ramblings. Before I sign off, I just want to ask if you could please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It helps to ensure that the podcast gets out to more and more people and that I can continue bringing you content just like this episode. Until next time, remember, it's always a good day to ride.